cookies, third-party data, and first-hand data. Hey guys, I am Alberto Limpira. Welcome to the bonus episode for the fifth episode of the Monati Marketer podcast. So I have mentioned this in previous episodes, and one of the things that marketers should be aware of by now is what is going to be the future like for online tracking from third, I mean, from user tracking, right? So one of the things that um, this week, I mean, one of the news that we got this week was a Nielsen uh, unveiling a new ID resolution system that is going to tackle the thing about the third-party data. So, as many of you may know by now, we are going to we are headed into a future without any cookies that will allow us to track the the user flow and the behavior, the online behavior of customers and potential customers throughout the internet. Usually, this kind of information allowed us as marketers to know what kind of users are going to be fit or best fit for uh, targeting them with a specific ad or a specific messages. So for that matter, you could uh, target people that have been visiting your e-commerce, for example, but that have not purchased anything. With that information that belongs to you, we are going to be I mean, we are going to still be able to do retargeting campaigns and so forth. The thing here is that we, one way of doing that that we had in the past was that we relied on things and platforms like Facebook's Pixels and Google's, uh, well, yeah, Pixel as well. So one of the things that are going to be, I mean, that, that is going to change after Google's and Apple uh, follow through with uh, removing the ability to track users down through their platforms, that being browsers, operated systems, etc., is how we are going to be able to know what does a specific user uh, do when they browse the internet. This is going to be difficult. So the solution from Nielsen that we know Nielsen is, I mean, is one of the, the leaders, global leaders, on tracking information from customers, is that they're going to use a system that uses machine learning to process that to process data from its panels. Uh, you know that Nielsen is known very well known for for its customer panels. Panels, I'm sorry as well as from advertisers and publishers. This is according to Media Post. To ensure that the individuals, I'm quoting them, uh, making up an ad audience are correctly measured across platform and not duplicated. That data is then combed through using deep learning techniques to scale video measurement across media. So this is kind of huge, right? Uh, in another news from um, Marketing Brew, we have that um, Nielsen was going to launch this identity graph ID measurement system in 2021, next year, with the main idea to gather data based on transparency, explainability towards the user, diversity and non-discrimination and fairness, 
accountability, privacy and security, and technical robustness. That is obviously because we as marketers and brands are going to need a new way to get that information from. So one of the things that uh, you have to keep in mind is that most of this information is going to, is going to be opt-in. I mean, they are going to have to ask users that are willing to be tracked. So the thing here is that probably the amount of users being tracked is going to go down. I mean, we're going to have less and less users in amount, but that doesn't necessarily, I mean, that don't necessarily is going to hurt uh, the val bad validity of those data or, or of that data. Because one of the things that, you know, if you know how a customer panel works is that they have a sample that usually is representative of the whole universe that the, a company or a brand or a product is looking for. So what they will have to do is to do, I mean, kind of the same. The good thing is that Nielsen already do, I mean, they do this really, I mean, really good. And this is their field of expertise. One of the things that they are boasting about is about the ethics, the ethics of these measurements, which I think personally that it's going to be key for uh, getting tr that traction of users uh, wanting to obtain into the um, data tracking system that they, or any other, for that matter, um, company setups. So how are brands um, preparing for this future with no third-party data. So the best way that you can prepare yourself and bulletproof your strategy is to have first-party first data or first-hand data, which is going to be gathered by you in your website, in your app, you name it. This is something that is uh, super curious because uh, a couple of weeks ago, Oreo, the cookie brand, launched a new platform called Oreo ID where you could, or, or you can because it's available, you can personalize your uh, Oreo cookies. I mean, you could put uh, the, the cookie filling, the cream filling uh, of any color that you want. You can, you can choose from a rainbow amount of different colors. Uh, you can also change, like if you, if you want sprinkles, if you wanted uh, ch chocolate dip, uh, if you want to have a, your picture or any text, in the phases of the of the cookie, so in order to do this, you needed to um, create an account. I mean, that would be your Oreo ID, right? So this is kind of the thing that Nike and L'Oreal and many other brands are doing or have been doing in the past with um, for the sake of offering a personalized product that fits your needs and I mean your uh, specifications, but obviously for Oreo, this is just, I mean, for being engaging, I mean, to have your own personalized cookie, I mean, they boast about this, to, or, or they say that this could be something that you give, I mean, it could, it could be a great gift for someone that is a fan of Oreo cookies, but behind the scene, what they are doing is that they are gathering, I mean, not without your permission, but they are going to, they, they are profiling the customer, right? The user. So they are 
gathering data from each of the users that create and use Oreo ID in order to be, well, nurturing that database that they will need for upcoming years when you uh, when they don't have the third-party data available for them. Even more, one of the things that uh, Mondelez, the company behind uh, Oreo, is uh, that they say is that they can gather more data who um, from from the customers that purchase personalized products, and that could also lead to uh, first of all more value. Uh, to the customer, but also this is another way of having an input for the developing new products or developing and adding new features to that tool. So this is a very interesting take for for this and another interesting news about um, this whole uh, customer identification online that uh, was published this week. Uh, was that most marketers are not aware or are clueless, according to AppsFlyer, is that many of them don't know exactly how the Apple's IDFA changes to iOS 14 is going to how is going to impact them and their work. I don't know if you know the details about this, but. One of the things that Apple is going to do is that they are going to uh, eliminate the feature of the possibility for third parties to track uh, the users uh, across different apps. And this was another way uh, that fa- companies like Facebook, for that matter, uh, nurture the users' profiles for uh, 90% of their user base. Uh, that we're going to be able to be targeted by uh, Facebook ads. So it's what it's more striking is that about 73%, according to this uh, survey from from AdsFlyer, they don't, I mean, they expect a negative impact on their campaigns uh, and their apps. For losing half of the identi- identifiers from under the Apple's opt-in protocol, but six percent said that they are extremely familiar with what they're going to be dealing with. Only six percent. So between fifty-seven percent and uh, I mean fifty-seven percent said that they are somewhat familiar to what this implies for them, and. said they are not really familiar or not very familiar with the the impact that this change is going to have for them. So this is something that, I mean, we need to educate uh, us as marketers. We need to educate um, our teams to understand what is the the challenges, what are the challenges and what what are going to be the difficulties that we are going to face with because that is going to be the only way that we can come up with creative solutions that are totally inside of what is permitted and what is lawful and so forth, but that allows us to make, transform this challenge into an opportunity 
to grow. Because if you take a look at what Oreo did there, obviously having first-party data is going to be more, way more powerful than having third-party data. Because first off, uh, you are going to be the total owner of the data and you're going to be able to make more efforts into nurturing the, f the profiles of those users that you have. And also you're going to be able to uh, well, stick into all the regulations, GDPR and all the stuff, but you're going to be able to use that data to your own advantage. I mean, it's like having the best kind of premium data straight from your customer with no intermediary, which is going to be also uh, more, um, it's going to be less expensive for brands to do. The thing here is that when you are a giant like Oreo or Mondelez, you're going to be able to gather that data uh, fast enough. The, the more challenging thing is going to be for small and medium-sized businesses that that are not going to be able to have uh, the, um, the critical amount of users to get these uh, statistical models and to define, I mean, to create marketing actions that are going to be fit for them. But well, this is just, I, this is the main story that uh, I wanted to talk to you about. What do you think about this? What, what, what are your thoughts on uh, the future? One of the things I always, I mean, this, I keep saying this to my students and to all of the clients I, I work with is that we have to be very responsible with the user and their data. We should be total tra total, totally transparent with them to let and honest. And we, we have to let them know why do we need their data. And obviously, we should only ask for the data that we need um, for on it that we honestly need for uh, improving our added value for the customers and to improve their customer experience as a whole. So that was all for this bonus episode. I hope you like it. This is the first time I do a bonus episode. So please let me know if you like this kind of uh, content. Uh, and if not, how can I make it more appealing to you? So guys, please be safe. I hope to see you in the next episode of the Naughty Marker podcast. Lempi out. <laughs>